1: Hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gazza, I'm Alan Rickert.
0: And this is Dispatches, Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast with Jen as well on the ether. Poor Mike, Mark, Hi. Mark, you have no idea. I called you Mike because of your last name. It happens all the time. Poor Mark <laughs> has no idea what he's gotten himself into. Our special guest is Mark Fight. Thank
2: you so much Ooh, for being here. My pleasure. Yeah. Now,
0: this is—I I, it hadn't occurred to me till today that your two guest spots on news radio are in the same season. Yes. Is it possible well, it's the same guy? What do we think?
2: Uh, oh, I never thought about it. Right, could have moved up. Never, to, uh... The guy could have gone from counter man at the coffee shop to a waiter in a right? nice, uh, restaurant. Yeah. But I never thought about that. <laughs> uh, you know, and I do dig deep into my uh, co-star character mm-hmm. roles, mm-hmm. and I never put that together. <laughs> So I'm going to say no. Okay, oh, okay. all right. No, you know? They were two distinctly different performances. <laughs> of course. Performances <laughs> of, course.
0: <laughs> of, you know, four or five lines each. Because then it's it's further possible that your character was an actor who was on an episode of Seinfeld. Oh. Just oh. saying. Oh, Since you guys do oh. go deep. Oh yeah, did deeper oh, yeah. than I do. Oh. <laughs> we have to talk
2: to the writers. I think <laughs> about to get to the bottom of this. I'm a, one of the guys that lives in Seinfeld's uh, apartment. Oh, okay. so maybe oh, yeah. I just came from my waiter Could job. Yeah, okay. sure, wow, sure. just getting yeah, extra. Yeah. Meta. You were like
1: the Stan Lee of sitcoms. Okay? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. Uh, were these actually uh, the, the news radio parts? Though, were they actually considered co-stars and not guest stars? Because
2: they were both I think. Yeah, they were both co-stars. Um, I was happy to have it. Uh, yeah. I'm a Fan of the show and happy to be there. Uh, I think Bonnie Zane was casting that or I know she was. Mm-hmm. And uh, she brought me in. You know, initially the, the, the counter man at the coffee shop was mm-hmm. the first one. And then the uh, the waiter and the real deal came later. Yeah. And that was kind of a quick uh, call. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that part was added or they weren't sure what day they were going to get Seinfeld. Yeah. But I got the call like that day and asked if I was free. And I'm like, yeah. All right. And, uh, so that was a great, awesome. great surprise.
1: How how weird is that to, because uh, you were on an episode of Seinfeld, then to go on another show, but also then with Seinfeld on it. like <laughs> <laughs> it, it was cool. And I, honestly, I wish it happened more. Uh-huh. I wish it happened <laughs> every week. Uh, but yeah, it was great
2: to work with him twice. And he's he was a uh, really nice guy both times. you probably mm-hmm. heard other people say that. Mm-hmm. but. He was a good guy, and uh, yeah, it was cool to be in, uh, you know, in scenes with him.
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess we didn't I, say. So the two episodes were review and the real deal. 20 episodes apart, episode two, episode 22, season three. Um, and okay, so there, there's so many. Actually, there are yeah. a lot. Sorry, what was your question? I apologize.
1: I cut oh, no. you off you to say got, you that. You No, it was not a
0: good to... question. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> I was just,
1: I was, I was just going to say, because uh, we, we talked about the review a while back. Uh, mm-hmm. We, uh, I don't always, like put, like, a, a, a guest star, or co-star, like, in favorite moment, but there was a thing you did with Matthew when he was, like, messing, monkeying with, like, register, and you just come and you Hit the thing, and then you both like do this mm-hmm. stare down, and I yeah. thought it was like one of the funniest things yeah. I've seen. Like, moment. It in that. was it was like... Like... Well,
2: that's funny because there's another <laughs> parallel uh, with the uh, Seinfeld episode I was in. I had kind of a stare down oh, right. with <laughs> Seinfeld, yeah, <laughs> because uh, I was I was angry that he wasn't on board with Kramer's plan of taking Polaroids and hugging everyone in the lobby, and so uh, yeah, I'm kind of that 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 hit that stare down sniper. That comes awesome. In. That. It's so, so good.
0: good. So good, and then you get to your character gets to be an asshole to Jerry Seinfeld uh, in 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 the real deal. Yeah, too. I right. love. Maybe, see, there's a lot of
2: weird. Uh, he starts off very patient, though. Oh yeah, of course, of course, yeah, of right. course, yeah. <laughs> Mr.
3: Seinfeld, yeah. I'm on your side.
0: <laughs> you know, I uh, this question usually yields the answer not a lot, but like how much room do you have to play in it, with a few lines and a few minutes on screen?
2: Well, I think. You're right. Not a lot uh-huh. is generally in those cases, you know, shows like that. They're pretty they're pretty set. You mm-hmm. know? I, mean, I do a lot of other comedy and a lot of other, you know, material of my own work with other people where it's pretty loose. Sure. A lot mm-hmm. of improv. But those shows are pretty set. Um, and sometimes, you know, you'll 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 do a couple of lines and then they'll, the writers will come in and give you a couple new lines and try mm-hmm. something else. Um, but those were, yeah, pretty set. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, you know, I, I, I wasn't. Uh, I was thrilled to be there. It was a little intimidating being there with those, you know, with the big boys, the big Sh- comedy guys. Sure. So I didn't want to go too far and, and push anything, right? Uh, and I was just happy to have the job. So I played it pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. And it was written so well
1: anyway. There, you know, I didn't, yeah, there wasn't much to add. It was, it was all there. So yeah. like internally, you were like, but when you saw him, you're like, oh, it was a pleasure working with yeah. you. <laughs> 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 yeah, basically, <laughs> pretty much. And he
2: and. He, uh, Again, Seinfeld was so nice at the end of that episode. You know, it was all about him. It was a big deal. He mm-hmm. was the guest star. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there was a photo shoot after the, mm. after the scene, and everybody was, you know, there to see him. And, and it, was a, it was kind of a big deal. And I went, after the scene was done, I went up to the little dressing room area and was changing my clothes and just kind of hanging out and getting ready to go. A few minutes later, there was a knock on my door. I was like, yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld pops in and says, Hey, Mark, just wanted to say good to see you. Nice working with you take care that's awesome and oh, wow. it was, yeah and it was It was I just thought man that's that really was nice. so that's nice really of cool. him to do he, he I never even knew he was up there I never mm-hmm. would have known the difference if he had already gone I never expected him to you know come up and thank me so yeah. it, you know he's he's a good one in my book
0: that's awesome yeah that's so fu- I, I keep wondering because you mentioned uh, you know the thing everybody talks about is like changing lines like on the day like and mm-hmm. not just on the day but on the moment uh i wonder how thrown you are because i know that everybody else has done at this point they've already done almost 50 episodes of the show they've probably done tons of other sitcoms i mean phil hartman's done snl so they're probably used to last minute changes how used to last minute changes were you like i don't know what your experience was at this point
2: um i had done enough shows at that point to know it it happens a lot yeah Mm -hmm. but um but it is harder to be i I think the smaller roles are harder you probably heard other actors say that Sometimes, you know, because you're right, you come in, everybody else is comfortable, everybody else has, you know, got it down. Mm-hmm. And you come in with a small part and you don't want to be the one to blow it, mm-hmm. you course, know, or, of or to sort of cause any problems. But and there's not enough time or room to really do much. You know, you want to mm-hmm. do more, you want to kind of establish things and play around. But when you just have to come in and do a few lines, it's 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 best just to kind of like just do it mm-hmm. and not try to push it yeah um but it is harder I think you know if you if you're if you have a bigger part too you know you're there for rehearsals, you're there for the table read you're there all week and mm-hmm. you get a little more comfortable but when you just come in
1: for a day mm-hmm. uh, yeah. sometimes it's a little creepy I oh, imagine right, too yeah. when you're a a serious regular or guest star like Jerry Seinfeld if you screw up people like oh okay, we'll just do it again but yeah. if you're like got a, a smaller part it might be more like Oh shit. Are you going to bring me back? Like yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm always worried about my next job. But Jerry and uh, some of those guys don't have to worry about that. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> I wonder uh, what was it? Okay, so do you remember on let's say the first episode that you on review, do you know do you recall who you met? first? I mean, how much meeting was there? Was it just you're slapped on the set?
2: Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but luckily, actually, it was a little more comfortable because I knew Dave Foley. Okay. And I knew Andy mm-hmm. Dick from mm-hmm. a comedy, just from around and mutual mm-hmm. friends. So I was a little more at ease That's uh, nice. knowing those guys. And um, and I knew a couple of the writers, too. Mm-hmm. So, oh. uh, you know, that make, made it a little more friendly. And, and everybody was really nice, actually, on that set anyway. Um, so, it, yeah, it wasn't too brutal.
1: Mm-hmm. How uh, – the fact that they bring you back, like what, you said 20 episodes later, like is that like a shock to you? Like, I know they, they don't do that as much anymore, bringing like people back just because they want to differentiate the roles, but like...
2: It, I was surprised, yeah. I don't think they usually do that. Um, uh, again, Bonnie Zane was casting, and mm-hmm. um, and I think, like I mentioned, that episode seemed a little different. Like, the, the scheduling was different. I don't know, uh, again, if Seinfeld, they weren't sure what day they could get him or if they added the waiter part, mm-hmm. uh, it was a real sudden call. So um, it was a little unusual, mm-hmm. but, of course, I was glad to have it. Yeah. Of course. Um, <laughs> We're going to have to ask uh, casting, because
0: I kind of almost now want to find out if somebody... They don't have to name names, but if somebody played the part and just totally fucked it up the last second. I always wonder if that's the case, too. You know what I mean? Interesting. Well, that means We need somebody happened. reliable, and let's bring in Mark. You People know, like... do
2: get replaced on, on occasion, but I don't think that was the case uh, that day, because... I'm sure they only had Seinfeld for that one day oh, that's or those right. few hours. That makes sense. So I think they just had to get it when they could get him and and mm-hmm. do it the, do it right the first time. So luckily, uh, she just saw to me for some reason. Yeah. You did I mean, I may have been numbered, you know, 50 on her list. <laughs> uh, it was short notice. Doesn't matter, you got I the part. I was probably the only one that was available. <laughs> Sadly, I am always available. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you you did mention before we started recording, though, like the bonus to having you on. I mean, it's great that you were on two episodes, but you're also a fan of the show. Like, so had you been watching from the beginning
2: or? Uh, off and on. I mean, I can't say I, 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 I in those days, I didn't watch any show regularly i just was out a lot i was Mm -hmm. doing comedy at night doing lots of different things Uh, i didn't you know we didn't have uh i probably didn't have a working vcr Uh at the time yeah Hmm. i was living above a place called jerry's garage Uh hollywood and gower and it was a funky joint but shout out to jerry yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) absolutely the best but uh (laughs) but uh but yeah i didn't watch anything too loyally but uh but i was a fan of the show and i loved all and like i said
1: i knew you know dave and andy and uh and and
2: i loved all those guys mm-hmm. do you have
1: mm-hmm. a uh i know you didn't watch it regularly but do you have like a favorite episode that you remember that always sticks in your head um honestly you know it was so long ago for
2: me uh other than the ones that i was on <laughs> those are great episodes uh, so great i accept episodes. that answer i mean really the really the, the for real the seinfeld experience you know and that that scene was so memorable for me that that's the one i always think of when i think of James sure. radio and that's yeah. i know very selfish of me and- indulgent but okay
0: uh, well to be fair the other option is to remember the first one more where in which case the guest star didn't have had one line and was scott adams noted misogynist so honestly at the end of the day it's better you remember jerry seinfeld and not, and not the a-hole creator gilbert sorry can you tell where i lean audience i don't know is that weird <laughs> it's a little vague can you clarify <laughs> i think now he's we're... hitler no that's 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 a little extreme although i really actually on re-watching that bit of review the guy who plays the fake Scott Adams is a really funny character actor, and I don't know his name. And I uh, I
2: believe it was Michael Adler. Okay, uh, I, that, I, sounds I haven't right. that sounds right. I've seen him in a long, long time, but mm-hmm. yeah, I knew him from around. Did two. you? He's a okay, really nice guy. Uh, I haven't seen him in a long time, but I, I think I got his name right there. But uh, yeah, he was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really yeah, good. I... Did
0: you? How often, when you do shows, are you running into like other character actors like yourself? Pretty often, yeah. you know,
2: I mean, you, you, I've been doing this, I mean, I've been, since about 1994, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing commercials, mm-hmm. um, uh, TV and film, and even before that I was doing a lot of comedy and stage, you know, live stuff, so mm-hmm. you run into a lot of the same guys at, at just around and uh, at performances, at clubs, uh, at auditions, mm-hmm. and then inevitably, you know, on a set. So, uh, and now I've been here so long, I, I know a lot of people. And yeah, it's not uncommon at all to, to be in an episode with somebody you know. Mm-hmm. Do you get to hang out? Is there a lot of hangout time or no? Yeah, you usually there is. Usually there's a lot of downtime. You're hanging out, uh, having coffee, or, um, you know, in a, in a dressing room, or just, you know, sitting around the set. A lot of hangout time. Um, and speaking of coffee, I wanted to tell you this, too. Dave Foley may have saved my life, um, he was trying to save his life. But I, uh, but I was at the craft service table one day and uh, getting coffee, and, and uh, he was getting coffee, and I said, uh, do you want some half and half? And he said, no, uh, no half and half, because I realized that I was drinking about a pint of half and half a week, because he drinks a lot of coffee, yeah. and he was pour- dumping half and half every day on a set for, yeah. for weeks, oh, months, and years. God, and he was right. like, I thought, I've I got to cut down on the half and half before I, I croak. And then I, I kind of realized, you know what? Maybe I need to cut down on the half and half, right. too. So Dave, Foley, wherever you are, Aww. thank you. Aww. I'm still here. That's pretty nice. good. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah,
0: yeah I, you do, I guess it wouldn't occur. I, I always think of like the effect on your heart of all that caffeine, but then the effect on your heart because of all the, the cream. fucking cream. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you're right. I wouldn't have yeah. a thought of that. And I
2: thank you, Jason, for the uh, soy milk
0: today. Uh, oh, of course. You're welcome for the soy milk. And and Alan provided the delicious. Where did you get
1: this coffee? Want to do a little commercial? We got it from Andante, which is a place right around the corner from where I live. Yeah, okay. Quite good. I saw Charlize Theron in there a few weeks ago. Did yeah. you? How, how's Charlize? Right. How's she doing? She's doing fantastic. Uh, <laughs> she's sad you don't write her anymore, Jason. I'm so
0: sorry. You know, I'm not a big pen and paper guy. And she's strictly pen and paper. And she's old school. Yeah. Did she ask
1: about me? Yeah, she actually wanted to come here today because you were here, but unfortunately, she had a. There's a sp- room right here on the <laughs> couch. I know. I know. Here, Next time, All Next right. time. What would you do if you came
0: back on and Charlize Theron was on the couch? <laughs> that w- I mean, I freaked out. Oh, I would freak out. Yeah,
2: right? It would be a it'd be an odd podcast. It wouldn't be a lot of talking. We would all just be here with our mouths <laughs> open. <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> it'd Be a comedy co- podcast about monster, I think. You know? Mhm. Yeah, that oh, would yeah. yeah, be nice
0: <laughs> and comfortable. That'd be fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, we have to ask this of everybody, but what are what were your impressions of working with Phil Hartman and like like what was your fandom level before you met him, and then after? I'm curious if that changes.
2: Uh, b- big big fan prior to going in. So again, yeah, I keep mentioning Seinfeld, but working with with Phil Hartman was a thrill as well. I mean, one mm-hmm. of one of the, the all time greats, no doubt. Um, so big fan of his. It was a yeah, it was just a thrill. And he was, uh, they were all so pro and so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. I don't know if you can tell when, when you watch the scene. I was just trying to do my lines and not screw up, but but. I really did have a chance to watch those guys, right? You know, and you know a couple of rehearsals, and just watching those guys, it was really a thrill. And uh, yeah, they're just just pros, and uh, uh, I'm a fan of both of them. And uh, nothing changed afterwards. I only had more, you know, more admiration and respect, I guess, uh, because none of them called me a dipshit or uh-huh. uh, asked what this guy's problem is. So uh, they got extra points in my book. <laughs> You're now making me think that's happened to you on set. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I, I think it was did.
1: men behaving badly, wasn't it? <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> and that was a fun show, too, actually. <laughs> no 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 complaints there. <laughs> uh,
2: we like to uh
0: project uh shit talk on this show every once in a while like that just assume like the worst about it's 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 kind of fun to do just (laughs) assume that that person's shit talking somebody they clearly didn't bring up at all
2: (laughs) Uh well it it is hollywood so uh, Uh most likely there is some shit talking going on I,
0: i will say a couple episodes ago we did make sure to bring up actually depending on when this comes out that may not have come out yet but uh just like me getting called stumbles on an episode where I was overacting as an extra, because uh, I've only done extra work, I've never had a speaking line on a show. But and then walking Is that into a camera. pretty early
3: in your extra work? No, not really. oh, okay.
0: no, no. I was just overacting. <laughs> I, I I have a tendency towards that. And then walking into a camera on Joan of Arcadia. I think we, we probably brought up as well.
1: I have two experiences with that because when I first moved out here, I did a little bit of extra work. But, okay. Uh, there there was one, one there was one drill bit tailor. Uh, <laughs> You're the Taylor. I was just, wow. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't think the scene made it, but I was just, well, actually, I don't know, I didn't watch the movie after, but uh-huh. I was uh, <laughs> i was just dancing in this this crowd when this music was playing, and then the the AD after was just like, all right, everybody, you really got to get into it. Like, I'm not really feeling anybody dancing, so Uh-oh. I obnoxiously just started, like, banging my head, like, really enjoying it, and then just, as soon as that cut, scene, like, looks at me, he's just like, he just, like, shakes his head, like, mm. two... Too, no. mu- <laughs> too, no. too much too <laughs> much too much. get stumbles in here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he can dance
2: <laughs> drill bit taylor i remember the title but what who was that what was that uh, owen wilson owen, right
1: wilson i think it was a remake of that bully movie that with uh, uh wait uh, is it that
0: what is that what it was supposed to be i think it was
1: yeah with uh, uh wait Matt.
0: I'm nothing in my bodyguard. <laughs> I don't know. If well, that's you're what talking I was thinking. About, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which what I'm are sort you sort talking about?
1: No, no. I think, that's, I think that was the one. I'm really? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. It was supposed to be. Just a, a dumb, dumb, that, dumb was, comedy uh, version. I'm not gonna say rip-off, but you know, it was very similar plot. We'll say.
0: Basically, Owen Wilson yeah. is like a like some kind of a fucking yeah. uh, military guy who then goes gets well, hired hom- by he's kids.
1: A, he's a homeless. guy. Oh, oh who, uh, that's why he's got a military jacket on. Okay. And like, yeah, one of the is getting bullied at school like hires him to protect them and uh-huh.
0: yeah. i'm a really handsome homeless man like that's just really weird to me that's just come on <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so much fun um
1: <laughs> you
0: know what we're gonna do <laughs> we're yeah, gonna take, take a quick ra- commercial ra- break.
1: break we'll be right back more of drill bit taylor <laughs> hey alan hey jason you know what
0: i had last night
1: could it be CVT Soft Serve it ice cream? certainly as They got their chocolate. They got vanilla. They got twist. They got sprinkles. They got sea salt. They got coffee
0: with ice cream in it. It's delicious. If you guys go to at CVT Soft Serve on Instagram and on Twitter, go to their website, CVTSoftServe.com. It's delicious. Say hi to Joe. And tell him we sent you. Uh, or the other guy. One, any of the other people who work there, again, confuse them if they don't know who we are. Just say, yeah. Alan and Jason sent we, me. We don't know anyone personally but Joe. But say hi to everyone. Yeah, say hi. Confuse them. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine call them joe go up to the cvt soft serve truck here in los angeles which is only where it is sorry guys in other in other cities and countries maybe there's other people in other countries
1: listening all we're saying (laughs) cvt soft serve it's yummy (laughs) and we're back and we're back uh just for everyone at home just so you know we have a tendency apparently uh conversations in between mm-hmm. breaks uh we all like to talk into the mic i found out did we oh my, <laughs> yeah, oh my god you and me Oh my god! we kept idiot. going back yeah, to the I was, mic i was watching
3: <laughs> i was watching you. Yeah. I, I thought no, that was it's a pretty
1: good, funny it's a good habit to get into jason think <laughs> about it, it, it is it <laughs> absolutely <laughs> now <laughs> i'm worried that
0: <laughs> i'm talking into it too much and we're recording Like <laughs> well, well, that's a good time to do it See, that's, a, yeah. that's my problem. I <laughs>
2: Now to... I'm confused. I don't even know if we're <laughs> on or off. Uh,
0: uh, Mark, fight is somehow still with us. Yes. Thank you so much for my sticking pleasure.
1: around. Uh, Mark, I did want to ask you actually, because uh, you have uh, you've had a, a career that is one actually I would dream of, like so many like guest stars and stuff like that. Like, do you have like a particular role that like really sticks out, besides news radio, of course? Um, that was like a lot of fun
2: yeah that one was super great um you know had a really small part on on seinfeld but that of course was a huge show at the mm. time and then that was memorable um friends was another big show i was a couch salesman and uh, <laughs> awesome. I, I liked that actually got a i had one pretty good laugh line mm-hmm. um so that one's always memorable and then also those are the big shows so they rerun so often sure and somebody will still come up once in a while and say hey i just saw your your episode the other day so good wow 20 years later Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but uh those were the big shows um uh you mentioned men behaving badly Mm -hmm. earlier uh i had a a funny role on that, the rip- repairman or something. I guess any role where I actually get a couple laughs and yeah. I'm not just the utility guy, uh-huh. or the ring of line. I remember those more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had a lot of little parts in some big movies, so it's cool to be on those sets and 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 be on those productions. Mm-hmm. But I've had bigger parts on, you know, smaller shows and independent movies that no one will ever see. So those are memorable
1: too. Yeah. Um, well, you, you've also like done some like the uh, dramas because I know you had Criminal Minds on the
2: yeah criminal minds i just did a, i did an episode of uh, scandal recently mm. again very small role but it's just you know i'm just always happy to have a job and and be on a on a, a big show you know it's good for the ego just to book a job of course they're of course. Uh, you know they don't come as often as as you would like but I, i'm more of a comedy guy I, i'm more comfortable with comedy and mm-hmm. done a lot of like i said live comedy and stage stuff and i still work with a group and and uh do a lot of improv and stuff but um but i'm happy to take a dramatic role when i can get it sure do those um, make sure. you
0: more nervous i that's what my curiosity is cuz my my uh, egotistical position has always been that comedy's harder but then again if you threw me into like a heavy drama i don't know what i'd do necessarily
2: yeah. <laughs> well i am yeah it it is uh, more intimidating for me to number 1 uh just sort of be myself or be a regular guy Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. feel so boring and i feel Mm -hmm. so fakey kind of like i feel right now in this room (laughs) uh talking about myself or being myself Uh or or playing something straight i'm i'm much more nervous about it when i'm being silly and being a ridiculous character Mm -hmm. or even a weird character or a sinister you know oddball Mm -hmm. i'm much more comfortable in that zone yeah so um if I can get a dramatic role where I'm a you know a, a psycho guy or mm-hmm. or a or, a, or a, a you know a really oddball uh, character, I, I prefer that. But like this scandal thing, I was a uh, a congressman, mm-hmm. you know, in a tuxedo mm-hmm. yeah. at a White oh, House man. dinner, That'd and that's really not, not really what <laughs> I do. Again, I was thrilled to have it. But, did you at uh, least do your, your stare down that you're really good at? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I probably did. It was either a stare down or I was just uh, spacing out, and uh, they cut that. They probably cut that out. It was a really short scene, but but yeah, I'm, I'm much more comfortable with comedy stuff.
0: On like uh, those sitcoms, all those bit parts on sitcoms in terms i know it's different for every director but what kind of direction are you getting other than just do your best and be funny like because like as you said utility earlier but sometimes that's almost a compliment they're like oh, we can count on you do your thing but is there a do your thing element to it
2: um i think so i mean i think the a lot of times the casting people know you sure and uh and they uh, i don't know if they i suppose they put in a good word for you with the you know the producers mm-hmm. or the director or whoever saying yeah this guy can do it mm-hmm. this guy's this guy will be fine um it, it, it kind of sometimes it's surprising because you'll you'll go in and you'll do what you did at the audition mm-hmm. which, which you think was pretty funny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and then the director will be like yeah um okay let's not do that kind of like you were talking about with the you know with the dancing yeah, yeah. Uh, so sometimes they do want you to just Read the you know yeah read read the lines deliver the lines and not do much else. Um, usually, if it's a comedy, they'll let you put a little sauce on it. Mm-hmm. But nah, if you're just a, if it's just small role, you know, unless it's something really specific that they ask for, you don't always get to do too much with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, it, it depends on the part, the character. Sometimes right. it's a it's it's a it's a goofy part, but usually it's you know you're just there to serve.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, your character being super rude to Seinfeld, I think that is something that could have gotten played up too much by some person. They could have like way overdone the sarcasm. Yeah, well, that was
2: cool because it was. Yeah, well, it was you know it was it was a really brief encounter, but it was it was cool because Seinfeld and Kramer were both in the lobby when my character comes in, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was sort of a yeah that sort of stare down because we're angry with Seinfeld. Um, Mm -hmm. But I remember. uh, the director was uh, I forget we could look it up Tom Cerrone. Oh maybe. probably right who also directed most of news radio <laughs> Yeah but uh, but he said um, whoever it was said uh, I, we did it we did it once and uh, I gave him a, gave him a look and then walk, walked away. but he encouraged me he said, hey man, no take your time with that. just just give him that look and yeah. hold it and and then and then and then move so so he actually encouraged me to to milk it a little longer and then now that i watch it i was like wow maybe i could have milked that twice as long (laughs) Uh, but but that was nice to to be given a little bit of
3: Mm-hmm. extra freedom there that's cool
0: and then the same thing like basically the same kind of thing on on like i said in news radio you get to you get to just kind of you get to mouth off but again if, if you
2: did it just too much yeah if, if you've done it just too much it, to you, s- it's funny because i i mean i'm a pretty uh happy-go-lucky guy and i'm pretty mm-hmm. you know kind of you know upbeat uh nice guy most of the time but i do get these roles once in a while where i'm mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind mm-hmm. of angry or or upset or, uh-huh. fru- or get taken advantage of or frustrated. So,
3: Impatient.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so maybe it's something funny about uh, or the people that know me or cast me maybe think it's funny when I'm, you know, pissed off uh-huh. uh, or yeah. uh, upset, and I guess that's worked to my benefit if it if that's why I'm getting those roles. Mm-hmm. You're,
1: I'll take it. You you uh the real though you have a you have a nice little arc though where it just we think okay waiter just you know. Doing what he can to get by, and then you go from something that pushes you over the edge to where the fact you just yeah, you blow up at Seinfeld, and yeah, because uh-huh. he's
3: perfectly pleasant at the yeah. beginning, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. very much a, in contrast to the barista who gets so short with Matthew it's because a, s- Matthew's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's funny because I now I'm realizing it's uh, there is a thread there because mm-hmm. I, I had a, a small part again, a waiter in uh, Mike and Molly. Mm-hmm a couple years ago and it was the same sort of thing i was waiting on the table they were in the middle of a discussion or an argument or something and uh and then at the end uh i'm just standing there waiting to see how big a tip they leave me Uh and the guy you know the guy doesn't they don't leave me a tip or something of course i I think that little tag got cut out uh of the actual episode but it was they were wrong (laughs) i agree That
0: wasn't an awkward cut at all, um, Mark.
1: Jason had to use the bathroom. Sorry, guys. God damn it, Alan. That's True.
0: No, it's nobody's business. I forgot to put on the mic when I was in there, so nobody's going to be able to hear that. So now it's like completely out of. No, no it's all right. We context. did sound effects while you were. Oh, done. you did? Okay, yeah. good. All right. Know, man. Well, then, and uh, nothing to
1: worry about. Uh, Alan, what were what were your questions for Mark? Oh uh, yeah, Mark. Uh, just got uh, tell me about the, the the live comedy stuff that you're doing right now. Uh, I've
2: been working with a group called Two Headed Dog. Uh, for many years, probably mm-hmm. tw- 20 years now. Jim Turner, uh, Dave Gruber-Allen, uh, Craig Anton, mm-hmm. and myself. We've been doing shows off and on uh, for that long. Um, we were performing at a place called the Steve Allen Theater once a month for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a few different shows we do there, and uh, unfortunately, that place is shutting down. Yeah. Aww, uh, that's yeah. really sad. It's the greatest. It's uh, a nice east place. East Side, free parking, you know, great deal there. Um, and now it's going to be condos, it's right? It's going to be condos. Jesus Christ. Sadly. But, you know, they'll find another spot hopefully. Uh, and we, we pop up at other venues as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, those guys are the greatest. We have a lot of fun. A lot of characters. A lot of shows we've developed. A couple things we're pitching. Um, is, there a, is there a website where everybody can find you guys? or? Well, we're pretty bad at, <laughs> uh, at, at, at being current and uh, being in the public view. There is uh, there are a bunch of videos on uh, Vimeo. There is a two-headed uh, dog page nice. somewhere out there with a lot of stuff from our live shows. Uh, we have a there's a two-headed dog Facebook page. We do have a website. There's not not much on it right now, uh, and there's we've been Facebook saying that for about 20 years. We have a website. And there's not much. <laughs> it probably still says under construction. Uh, none you of can us find are... it through Netscape. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. MySpace. MySpace. Uh, but we need yeah we need we need some new blood to sort of like get us up to speed but uh-huh. but we've just been doing live stuff for so long and mm-hmm. that's just kind of our thing but um and we've been doing shows too at a place called brookledge follies which is okay. kind of connected with the magic castle and mm-hmm. a lot of variety arts and and stuff and that's really fun um do you do, uh, do you guys have one coming up soon that uh we just did one a couple of weeks ago which is which is kind of our last show at the steve allen so that was kind of the big deal mm-hmm. um they they are doing a uh steve allen like closing night i think it's the november 3rd okay uh we'll pop in there do a little something but i think all the uh all the family from the steve allen shows ron lynch tomorrow show mm-hmm. a, a lot of the m- musical acts a lot of different people from over the years are going to show up including two-headed dog uh that, that should be a fun night um i do another show there with a guy named toby huss uh the rudy cozzoni show we did every <laughs> every christmas time uh, which was fantastic vegas style show yeah uh, I was Gary, his his sidekick, uh, wannabe in the spotlight guy uh-huh. that had no talent. Uh, uh-huh. uh, hmm. Strikes a little bit uh, too close to home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we had a blast with that show. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen this year either. Damn it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have we keep busy. You know, we just pop up here and there. Sure. Um, we don't do stand-up. I never did stand-up. Um, always character and sketch mm-hmm, and improv mm-hmm. stuff. And, and, like I said, we developed other shows. Um, and That's kind of our thing. But... Uh, you know, we keep busy, we, uh, we're we not um, making a fortune, you know, we're not mm-hmm. household names, mm-hmm. but we're doing our thing, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Your exactly household right. names with us. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Everybody listening, you better be. <laughs> the listeners. Write it down. Be. Put it Extra in your yes. fridge. Speaking <laughs> of
0: Toby Huss, Toby Huss also had another couple different parts on news radio. Some yeah. of his fucking standout parts. Actually, his second one hasn't come up yet, where he plays a fucking scam artist, and it's insane. Oh, <laughs> I don't it's think insane. I saw that. Oh, it's so, so good. Uh we should get him on the show too. Yeah. 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 Uh and if you've never heard him do his Frank Sinatra, it's upsetting. Uh, it's
2: upsetting. Absolutely. It's too good. It's too good. He's it's... he's the best. And the the Rudy Cazzoni character is sort mm-hmm. of a, a a spin-off of that right. character, mm-hmm. you know.
0: I get the impression Toby Huss might be like Dada artist extreme
2: because he just I've never seen him do anything normal no and he's 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 unbelievable he's an old friend of mine actually all these guys I keep mentioning we all go back to Iowa uh, oh, okay. Turner is from Des Moines Iowa Gruber lived in Iowa went to school there I lived in Iowa City went to school there Toby was from Marshalltown Iowa I met mm-hmm. him in college mm-hmm. the University of Iowa uh, and then you know we all ended up out here uh, the Higgins brothers Higgins yeah. boys and Gruber um, but uh, but Toby is Kind of amazing because he's not only the funniest most creative you know actor and comedian i've ever met he is a dramatic force that's ridiculous as well yeah. he's doing a lot more dr- drama stuff and uh and he is an artist he's a photographer and a mm-hmm. painter and he's just i hate him <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't stand the guy he's just too good at everything uh, but he's
1: he's a good buddy uh we've had a lot of fun so uh because you all, all the guys you knew from Iowa City, like coming out here. Now, uh, did any of you come together, or did you just reconnect when you got out here?
2: Uh, we uh, we did. Uh, some of us did come together. I actually moved out here in a 1976 uh, Impala station wagon with Dave and Steve Higgins. Really? Uh, okay. Running. Yeah, we drove out here across country. <laughs> they got the station wagon from their uh, uncle. It was a donation, and. Uh, they had a guy, a guy named Steve Banos, who was out here, a uh, Chicago guy, uh-huh. who also went to school at Drake University in Iowa, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, they were like, "Fight, we're we're going to LA." I just graduated from from college. I didn't know what I was going to do really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I studied theater and film, and you know, communications and theater arts was actually my degree, uh-huh. mm. uh, which you don't need for any reason, but I have <laughs> it. Uh, but they were like, "We're coming, uh, we're going to LA, fight. What you, why don't you come with us? We got a place to stay. We got a car. You know, you well, let's do it." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I don't have any money." I I got you know three hundred dollars and they said that's enough let's do it that's enough for gas we'll figure it out when we get there all right and i was like um that doesn't sound great but yeah (laughs) but yeah let's do it so i got in the car with them we loaded up our our costumes and props and been here ever since over 25 years um 30 probably now that's nuts um yeah and we've all you know we've still we've worked together a lot live and we've done some shows together and steve is in new york city now doing Mm -hmm. you know really well um did he uh, drive
1: out the station wagon in new york without you guys yeah uh, <laughs> i think he
2: flew in a first class jet without no, those never guys at this time uh dave is dave has worked a lot uh, one of the funniest guys ever he's actually back in des moines right now he, really he's got a uh, d- uh daughter in high school and she's going to the same high school he went to they just oh, moved amazing. back last year wow okay. or this year i guess um but he'll you know he'll still continue to work uh, mm-hmm. go back and forth i'm sure but yeah, that was a that was a, a crazy move coming out with those guys, and and then Turner Turner was in New York for a while, in San Francisco for a while. He ended up here. We all did a show called Girly Magazine Party together, which we still do <laughs> uh-huh. every once in a while. <laughs> uh-uh. um, he was sort of a Hugh Hefner uh, yeah. kind of dumb guy. Um, and uh, Gruber comes and goes. He's in Salt Lake City part of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig Anton, actually from Two Headed Dog, was from Nebraska. He was out here for many, many years. He's now a theater professor in mm-hmm. Savannah, Georgia, School Savannah School of Art and Design. Um, but he comes back out for work and shows occasionally, too. There's uh, a big out. Nebraska contingent, too, by the way. Yeah. There's the, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 again, it becomes
0: uh, uh, unexpected for me. I, I, I keep forgetting there's so many Nebraska folks uh, as well.
2: It's true. I, there's a, I have a bunch of subgroups. There's a Nebraska group. Mm-hmm. There's a, the Minneapolis group mm-hmm. of funny people, a sure. lot of Chicago people, of course. Sure. And then our our precious uh, Iowa
1: you know, squad mm-hmm. still hanging in there. That's so good. So do they never mix? They're like, you're, you're part of that group. You stay away from our group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've been able to
2: infiltrate all of them. I guess you're just being you're mid- the one. Midwest, Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I kind of like, but I don't know. Well, now we can cross over. There's mm-hmm. crossover groups. Sure. But I,
0: You're making me realize, though, just how much, uh, I mean, there are a lot of shows like this, like, especially like Mr. Show and, and News Radio. There's a lot of crossover of all these same people who are still thank God working. Like, thank God for them. Like, great. I'm glad they're still working. But also so like there's like a, a heavy ripple of all your guys work throughout mm-hmm. tv still which is kind of amazing
2: yeah yeah and we've all you know known each other for a long time we started doing a lot of us were doing live shows at a place called the diamond club mm-hmm. which was on hollywood boulevard near la brea in the back of a dance club um uh-huh. so long ago i mean that would have probably was around uh early the early 90s mm-hmm. I, I would guess um and uh people were showing up in there like besides you know like bob and and dave mm-hmm. um, tenacious d uh, mm-hmm. uh i did a show there once called the marty party i had this marty character was just this idiot party guy into aliens and weed mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> he, he had a show and we had all, a lot of those guys and uh, um, laura milligan sort of put that show together generally so a lot of those performers jumped in and uh Maynard from Tool was mm-hmm. in there. What? Uh, you know, really? Tenacious D. Uh, Will Farrell had a group called Sympatico. Okay. Uh, three guys in unitards uh, passing shoes and household <laughs> objects oh, to one another God. in a dangerous way <laughs> with <Okay>. dramatic music. It's <laughs> hilarious. <Jesus laughs> but the weirdest stuff was going on there. And uh, it was it's all those so guys. Good. And we'd have parties at that place. I mentioned Jerry's Garage. And all these people mm-hmm. from that group, you know, Janine Garofalo and... You're just no. all those people, Dave Foley. I mean, all these people mm. before they really took mm-hmm. off um, were at these venues and at these parties, and it was a, it was really a cool time. You know, it was one Damn of those it. things you don't realize it at the time. That's but, what I'm. Yeah. But everybody's going to go off and be successful, but you. <laughs>
0: Am I missing an avant-garde comedy scene because I don't get out and I'm, like, housebound? I just treat myself as I'm a hermit? Or is there just not one now? That's what I want to know.
2: I think there is. I mean, yeah, the, the, yeah there, there are actually a lot of venues. Um, the Steve Allen was one. Um, sure. Where uh, everything's happening there. You know, well, the Tomorrow Show was a Saturday night midnight show hosted by Ron Lynch mm-hmm. for 12 or 13 years. And that show had everything. You know, it just had had weird performance art comedy music Mm -hmm. um and that place in general the steve allen theater had had theater and um music and and uh, variety and magic and comedy Mm -hmm. they had everything but uh, there's a few places out there like that um uh, this brookledge follies things i I mentioned has a lot more magic Mm -hmm. there's other shows that have more burlesque and Mm -hmm. comedy i mean it's it's all out there you just kind of have to seek it out and uh you know, there's a yeah. lot, of, lot of good stuff going on. So
0: basically what we've established is that I am just it's,
2: – it's me. It is I'm you. I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. It's okay, you, Jason. Fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've got to
0: get out of this place once mm-hmm. in a while. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. I probably should. I probably should. Uh, sorry, do you have another question, Alan? I, no, up, I was going like to say,
1: don't, don't forget to also the uh, uh, drinking game. That's another – yeah, that's avant-garde. super avant garde. Yeah, sure, a bunch no.
0: of assholes drinking on stage <laughs> and performing something that you've seen already. Yeah, that's super avant garde. Don't get me wrong. I love it. No, love you're, out, it. There. Right, you're it. out there. That's right, though. You're out there. You're doing that. You get out. Come on. Once a month. I don't think that counts. It counts. It counts. Uh, well, Mark, this has been super, super fun. Yeah.
2: Super fun for me. I appreciate you guys uh, uh, inviting me in. And, uh, you know, I love what you're doing. And keep it going we appreciate yeah, thank you very it very much yeah. well
0: when when we do the men behaving badly podcast we'll yeah. be back on. <laughs> oh no, good i'll be ready i'll do a
2: little research i'll come up with some amusing uh, anecdotes
0: so we, we like to do that like when we had uh, james burrow oh, sorry our good friend jimmy burrows on uh we had our best friend jimmy burrows on we i did tell him this that the show was about the uh wait what's Carla's last name What's the name of the damn show? See, you can't. I, I remembered I can't. it on the day. Whatever he did, a he did a spinoff show of, cheer, uh, of Cheers, but on Carla's family. And so I told him that's what the, the episode was about, and uh, didn't get the laugh I'd hoped. <laughs> it's because hey, James Burrows is just like he's he, just he waiting gave, for it to
1: be over. He he gave the same stare <laughs> that you give in the in the shows. Yeah, to yep, yeah, Jason. Yep. yeah. He's,
3: <laughs> Jimmy
0: Burroughs, again, our best friend Jimmy Burroughs, would be a very good actor, but I don't think he's ever done it. I don't I, like he just very Isn't dry. Just he can like, do whatever he wants. No, of course he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. but that means he could act if he wanted. Yeah. But he doesn't have to. This is not the Jimmy Burrows podcast. This is not our best friend Jimmy Burrows the podcast. We call him our best friend Jimmy Burrows as often as possible, you <laughs> see. Um, uh, do you, what's coming up for you? Is there anything coming up that you want to promote? Where can people find you online, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera?
2: Um, uh, <clears throat> we are still going to keep uh, Two Headed Dog alive. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pop up here and there. Mm-hmm. Facebook is our main source of, uh, mm. you know,. Um, advertising uh, there's a two-headed dog facebook page mm-hmm. um or my facebook page i'll post all two-headed dog events we never know when uh the next one is but we pop sure. up you know frequently here and there so uh, keep an eye out for that um and uh yeah a couple other top secret projects in development being mm-hmm. pitched that may or may not ever uh, turn into anything <laughs> uh at christmas time i usually do the kazoni show but like mm-hmm. i said that one's not going to happen this year uh at the steve allen um there's another show i do called uh, bob's holiday office party uh-huh. that you guys get a kick out of uh sky rob elk and joe keys and uh, a lot of minnesota a lot of the minneapolis comedy mm-hmm. crew yeah, i've been doing I really that show that. for over uh over 20 years now i mm-hmm. think um it's a small insurance agency in iowa their christmas party where all the clients and townspeople show up get drunk and all the gossip starts happening, and the fighting <laughs> cool. and drinking. I and love it. It's a it's a really <laughs> raucous show. That's so uh, good. But that's every December. I think that's happening at the Atwater Theater mm-hmm. in December. Um, so just stuff like that. Uh, you know, just keeping the dream alive. And, yeah. Uh, you know, getting out there as much as possible. That's I hope awesome. to run
1: into you guys more often. You won't. Not okay. me. <laughs> well, if I'm I'm i i come know. by here. <laughs> come by you that's fine. If you I'll come by drag here, you fine. out. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> We'll get you on more stages, Jason. Don't okay. worry about this. Well,
0: we'll get that's you. fine. I'm not actively trying. I can blame only myself. Alan, <laughs> what do you have to promote, buddy?
1: Anything? Co- I don't know when we're releasing this episode, but what's coming uh, up, Well, I'll uh, uh, tell you what. I think it's still on there, and I just discovered the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a movie I'm in where I play a psychopathic abusive husband mm. for about five minutes. Uh, it's called Excess Flesh, and it's on Amazon Prime. It is? So you can watch it for free. Oh, yeah. shit. I'm going to watch it now. Yeah. Yeah. I say that, but when this airs, it might not be on there anymore. <laughs> but uh, take a, take a look. It's a it's a really the director had like a really weird, cool vision, and it it's harkens back to like Suspiria and movies like that. Uh-huh. Like, it looks just like it. it's 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 very weird, and a lot of things are uncomfortable, but purposely so. so oh, okay, okay. Excess flesh. Did you get flesh. killed? <laughs> Uh, I don't. But I'm uh, uh, my character is the reason that the uh, the main character is uh, messed up in the head. Uh-huh. So mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: one of the main reasons, sure. Me. Alan's website is alanrickert.com. A L L E N R U E C K E R T. He's also at Alan Rickert everywhere. You can at shit, right? Twitter, a-
1: Instagram. A-O-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. O- mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we've got <laughs>
2: an Instagram. We've got a Two-Headed Dog Instagram Do you? Okay, what too. is it? Look, Just uh, Two-Headed
1: Dog? At uh, Two-Headed Dog. I should probably look it up. I think well, you know, the number two. Why don't you look
0: it up while I promote the few things that I'm going to promote, which is nothing. Uh, right. Find me on Twitter, J J-K-L-A-M-M. Uh, Twitter, uh, on Instagram, I'm Jason Klom. If you do Jason Klom on Twitter, that is my uh, political alter ego who's been running for president since 2004. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, you uh, guys heard Alan and I all last year talking about looking forward 2016 which is a sequel uh mockumentary to the first mockumentary looking forward go to lookingforwardmovie.com you can find both of them uh uh it is now coming out the sequel is now officially coming out in 2018 because it's just proving too difficult to get done that quickly i Mm. mean it's fucking october right now so but alan's wonderful in it we still got a few things to shoot you guys are gonna love it uh when it comes out i'll let you know but you can also still get my first documentary lords of soaptown go to bit.ly forward slash soaptown dvd uh
2: and that's it for me yes mark what is your did you find it? I found Instagram, two-headed dog, the number two, mm-hmm. underscore, mm-hmm. headed, underscore, dog. All right. So check that oh, shit that. out,
1: please. Yeah. I, I, I,
0: all right, good. Yes, Alex?
1: Also, uh, uh, look for Mark fights um, all his, like, uh, co-star, guest star roles. He's He's, quite, he's quite wonderful. There's so you know, much yeah. stuff, too. <laughs> you guys are too kind. <laughs> so much good stuff. Jen, what do you have to promote?
3: Uh, go out and see some live comedy, live performance art, live anything but comedies pretty good you should go see some live comedy no matter where you are out there but if you're out here go see Two Headed Dog absolutely
0: (laughs) and I don't know when this is coming out it'll be after we do it but we're doing Lost Boys a drinking game on uh, November 4th what's the next one December something it's probably going to be
1: Elf Scrooge, or Die Hard I bet yeah Uh, (laughs) fingers crossed it's Die Hard because I have not not done Hans
0: Gruber in a long time (laughs) oh we should get Dave Gruber Allen to be hans Gruber. <laughs> oh my god he'll do, he would do it if he's in town i bet he would so do it amazing i would i would step aside to let him in his giant beard come on and do that part that was so
2: amazing fantastic oh my not god. to be missed <laughs> well again mark thank you so much for doing this thank you guys thank you Appreciate guys for
0: listening it. and there's only one more thing to say that's catch, catch you later b cakes Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years.
1: Big day today, Dave.